0: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Alina Carrick. I hope that you are feeling amazing, amazing, amazing. Okay, today I am just going to jump right in and talk about weight loss and meal prep. And I think this is one of those key issues that if you sort this out oh my goodness, you are singing and dancing all the way to happy and easy weight loss. So if if you were to ask me what the two big keys are to weight loss that I see with my clients, I would say it is emotional eating, nailing emotional eating and meal planning. Now, before you get to, oh my goodness, I don't like meal planning. Remember, easy and fun and it needs to fit in into your life. So we're going to have an explore about meal planning now and thinking about weight loss and what does it all mean and how can you move forward? So the big question is, can meal prep help you lose weight? Let me say that again. Can meal prep help you lose weight? And the answer is a resounding, oh heck yes, of course it can. It is an amazing tool to help you lose weight. So let me explain. I talk to so many people who say, hey, you know what? I I eat really healthily. I eat healthy foods. I do things well. And so when I drill down a little bit and say, okay, so what do you think the problem is then? Why are you stuck with not losing weight? Why are you talking to me about losing weight if you're eating healthily? There's obviously an issue going on here. And normally it transpires that you eat healthily and then on top of eating healthily, there are snacks and treats and you know, oh, if only I could cut out the chocolate, if only I could cut out the cookies, if only I could cut out all of those other things. Well, part of that issue is emotional eating. Side note, if you want to end emotional eating, my end emotional eating course is up and ready to rock and roll. And it is just $27. And it is all the tools that you need to end emotional eating. But another part of that is just planning. It's what I call systems, habits, and routines. And you're just in this habit, this routine of, oh my goodness, it's afternoon time. I want a snack. What do I do? I reach for X, Y, and Z. I reach for junk food. I reach for food that I know isn't great. Now, if you could wave a magic brush and say, okay, I've created a different system, a different routine. And what I do is I create healthy foods, And I create foods that fill me up and nourish me and satisfy me that I enjoy eating, but also support my weight loss goals. And that is the big difference. And meal prep, which essentially, we'll have a think about what meal prep is in a moment, but it's essentially just having a plan. What am I going to cook? And another way of looking at this is when our brains like to make decisions. Well, let me rephrase that. Our brains do not like to make decisions. And when we look at the difference between people who lead a healthy life and people who don't lead a healthy life, it's really interesting, actually, that a lot of people think, oh, discipline is the key. Well, actually, there's been studies that show that discipline is not the key. And people who think that they are disciplined, actually, what they do is they don't put themselves in the way of having to make decisions. So if we can avoid those decisions, then that is great. We need to set our lives up so that we aren't relying on our decision-making capacity. Because let's face it, if I say to you, hey, what do you want? Broccoli or cake? Broccoli or cake? For the first three or four times, you might go, okay, I want broccoli because I know that that is good for my health. Now, now you've had a busy day, you've had a stressful day, and you're feeling exhausted and overwhelmed. And now I say to you, hey, broccoli or cake, and you're just going to go, give me the cake. So you can see that during the day, our... Ability to be able to make good decisions wanes. And there's other studies as well that show that actually breakfast tends to be people's healthiest meal of the day. And a lot of it is because it's a meal that you have regularly, that you just do repeat, repeat, repeat. As opposed to dinner, often people get in and think, oh my goodness, I haven't prepared dinner. What am I going to cook? Reach for takeaway or frozen pizza or whatever it is, something that is easy to prepare. And is going to be quick but you can also prepare foods that are easy and nutritious and support your your weight loss goal if you know if you have them at your fingertips and it's just a matter of changing that chip inside your head so meal planning is an amazing tool to get from a to b to get from, oh my goodness, I'm reaching for junk foods, I'm reaching for packaged foods, I'm reaching for foods that I know are not supporting my weight loss goals to, hey, you know what, I feel hungry or it's time to eat and I've got a plan and it's an easy plan and I end up with healthy, healthy, nutritious foods that I love. So can meal prep help you lose weight? Yes, absolutely it can. It is an amazing, amazing tool. So the next big question is, what does meal prep mean? And that's a really interesting question. What does meal prep mean? And it's different for different people. Now, I always say the key to making something work is to make it your own. There's no point in me saying to you, hey, this is my system. This is what I use because you may not like my system. It might not work for me. And when I say system, I'm talking about how I shop, all of these things, how I shop, how I plan. You need to make a plan that works for you. And that meal prep needs to consider how often you shop, where you shop, what kind of foods you're shopping for. Hint, really go and look at your your shopping basket and think, is it full of fruit and vegetables and healthy foods? Because that's what you're going to be eating during the week. If your shopping basket is full of junk foods, packaged foods, That's what you're going to be eating for the week. But it's just about having systems, habits, and routines so that you can do it without thinking. So my meal prep goes like this. On Sunday, I go to the vegetable market and I just buy loads and loads of vegetables. And during the week, I prepare dinner at lunchtime. So during school time, my children... Um, come home at lunch. We live in Spain and that's just what kids in Spain do. So I have to finish work at lunchtime. I prepare lunch, but I also prep dinner at that time. And it's different for different meals. It depends what meal I'm doing. Now that works for me, but other people have different systems. So some people use Sunday and actually chop everything up. So it's all ready to go. Totally, totally prepped days in advance. And then you need to, if you're going to prep it days in advance, you need to think about how you're going to store it. Well, Freezer. A freezer is a really useful um, tool, um, instrument that lots of us have and underuse, I think. I know that I quite often just throw things in the freezer, totally forget about them and then weeks, months later on, rummage around and think, oh, look, I've got this in the freezer. But actually, it can be a really useful tool of I've prepared something or I've made double and I'm just going to put it in the freezer for a couple of days. Other people use things like mason jars and have fridges full of chopped vegetables. So meal prep means different things for different people. For me, meal prep means prepping it at lunchtime so that at dinner time it's ready. But you just need to find a system that works for you. But one thing that I find really useful, or let me phrase this another way, one, one thing that is not useful is to... Come home from work, think, what shall I make for dinner? Now I need to spend an hour making it. And that is the problem. If you can avoid doing that. So even if you think, okay, I've just planned my meal. It's not that I've prepped it at all. I've just planned it, but I've got a super quick thing. My homemade baked beans, they're not baked at all. They're beans in tomato sauce. Super easy to make. It takes five minutes. That's my go-to dinner when I know that, you know, things have gone wrong and we've stayed out later and I've been expecting to come back and cook it's my sort of buy me a little bit of flexibility dinner and it is literally jars of beans with some tomato you know a jar of tomato ketchup and a little bit of paprika And my kids love it and I know that my kids will eat it um yeah okay not the nicest most special meal but it definitely nourishes you when you're feeling hungry so meal prep looks different for different people And, you know, another really big key that I would say here is you need to find a way to enjoy it. I know that I am not somebody who naturally wants to spend hours and hours in the kitchen. I'm not somebody who has always loved experimenting with foods. And, you know, that was my passion in life. I have learned to love cooking because I have four children and I need to prepare food for them. And I've learned to enjoy that time in the kitchen because I kind of figure I have a choice. I can either stand there in the kitchen, hating every single moment of it, or I can work out how to make it fun for me. And so I do different things. Sometimes I might record a video for the Facebook group. Um, Sometimes I might just listen to some music, do a bit of movement. It all kind of depends. But the mindset is, hey, I'm in the kitchen. I'm enjoying spending a lot of time, a bit of time here. I also quite like my kitchen to be clean and tidy. And with four kids, that doesn't always happen. Still working on that, still training them. Okay, so meal prep is different for different people. Now, going back to weight loss, the title of this podcast is Can Meal Prep Help You to Lose Weight? Now, if we're talking about losing weight, we need to have a think about losing weight. So here is the key to losing weight. In order to lose weight, you have to give your body the opportunity to use that energy that you have stored as fat. Let me say that again. You have to give your body the chance to use that energy. Now, there are different ways of doing that. And we can look at things like intermittent fasting and how often you're eating. But essentially, at some stage during the day, your body needs to be accessing that energy and using it and not putting it back on. And the easiest way to do this is essentially to eat less than your body needs. And when you eat less than your body needs, your body goes, aha, there's no food coming. I better go and break down some energy. And that's a perfectly normal process and how our bodies are designed. So many people then say, well, how many calories should I eat? Now, I do not teach people to eat calories. When you are eating a diet that is high in plants and vegetables, and we'll talk about diet in a minute, but when you are doing that, you are naturally eating low calories. And I personally find that if we get stuck in this idea of counting calories, it's not what I call a healthy relationship with food. Now, it is useful to understand which foods are high in calories and which foods aren't high in calories. So for example, watermelon, watermelon, amazingly low in calories aubergines or eggplants as they're called amazingly low in calories particularly if you're comparing them to processed foods so you do need to reduce your calorie intake if you want to lose weight but the way I teach people to do this is not to reduce the amount of foods that you're eating so that you're feeling deprived and hungry The first step is to change the type of foods that you're eating. So to shift from packaged foods to healthy foods, to fruits and vegetables, which contain less. And you will naturally do that. You will naturally decrease your calorie intake as you do that. And you shouldn't feel hungry because those foods will satisfy you and they're full of fiber and they will help you feel full up. Um, But essentially... If you want a weight loss of one to one and a half pounds per week, your daily intake should be reduced by five, 500 to 750 calories. So you do need to be having under. And as I say, there's different ways. It obviously depends on what you're eating right now and what your um, what your weight is. So you do need to reduce your calories, but you don't have to do it in a way that you feel deprived and you feel starved. So here's another question. What is the best nutritional plan for weight loss? And if you Google this on the internet, I suspect that you will come up with 5 million different people who say, my plan is the best and my plan in the be- is the best. And there are so many different diets out there right now. But I think there are a few that are really stand out as the mainstay of you know the choices that you have. So essentially, if you want to lose weight, your choices are, and I like to keep things simple, the ketogenic diet, a plant-based diet... Or just the diet that you have and make healthy changes. So let's just have a quick think about these. The ketogenic diet. Now, I do not teach people the ketogenic diet, but it has been shown to help people lose weight. Now, the big problem I have with ketogenic diet, well, not me, but the big problem with it is that a lot of people do not find it a sustainable way of eating. And so it can be useful as a tool to help people lose weight, but it's essentially the evidence shows that people just don't stick to it. It might work for a while, and then after a few years, people stop doing it. Now I know that there's always what do they say, Um, a rule that breaks the rule. No, an example that proves the rule or something like that. So yeah, I'm sure you can find people who've been doing the ketogenic diet for years and years and years. And that's great. I always say, if it works for you, if it's working for you, stick to it. So ketogenic is an option, but not something that I teach people. Now, the second stage is plant-based diets. And there's lots of different types of plant-based diets. And if we're thinking about research in terms of weight loss and long and healthy living, I'm all about long and healthy living. And what is best for us? What is best for our heart health? What is best for our brain health? And if you're interested, we ha- I have podcasts on all of these topics. But essentially, long and healthy diet, you're looking at plant-based. And th- there are different plant-based diets I personally have use the Mediterranean style diet and it's the one that I teach. Now, what differentiates the Mediterranean style diet from other plant-based diets is essentially extra virgin olive oil. You're using extra virgin, excuse me, extra virgin olive oil as your main source of fat. Now you might ask, what is the Mediterranean style diet? Essentially it's high in fruit, it's high in vegetables, it's high in nuts and seeds and lentils and legumes. So you're eating sort of normal food and a little bit of protein, and less packaged food, less processed, highly processed food. So super, super simple. I have a handout actually on the Mediterranean style diet. So if you'd like that, I will leave the link of how to to sign up and it goes into exactly what it is and exactly what it isn't. Also, if you're interested in the research in the Mediterranean style diet, Podcast number one, the first podcast I ever did, is telling you about the Mediterranean-style diet and the research behind it. Now, what I would say about the Mediterranean-style diet is it's a framework. It's not a diet such that you deprive yourself. It's easy. It's fun. It's versatile. It can be applied to any kind of cuisine that you like. So, in my opinion, the best nutritional plan for weight loss is the Mediterranean style diet. And this is the one that I advocate. It's good for kids. It's good for adults. If you are saying, oh my goodness, this all sounds great. I'm going to start meal planning, but I also have to look after children. Well, the Mediterranean style diet ticks all of those boxes too. Okay. Next big question. How much weight can you lose by meal prepping? And this is a really good question. And I would say as much as you want. So Meal prepping really is one of the keys to helping you lose weight in a sustainable way. And really, the issue with weight loss is once you have found what you're going to do, you just need to stick to it. Now, obviously, you reach a place where your weight may plateau, in which case, go and listen to my other podcasts on what to do when your weight plateaus. And, And hint, it's not bad news. It's often good news that your weight has plateaued. You've reached a new a new weight and that's amazing so I think meal planning is really the key to keeping people going once you've got your meal plan and your your system for prepping you can just keep going and keep going and normally when we look at what goes wrong when people start changing the way they eat is they start making changing the way they, eat, they do really really well life happens things fall apart and it's not that there was a wrong, anything wrong with the original plan. It's that they stopped doing it. Now, if you get into the routine of doing a meal plan and meal prepping, you're good to go. You, that's it. You just keep going and you keep going until you reach your ideal weight, whatever that may be. And so there is no reason why you can't reach your, real, your ideal weight. And meal planning is an, an amazingly effective tool to help you do that. Now, a few other questions. How many meals a day to prep for for, for meal prep? And the answer is as many as you want. Or oh, I think there's two different questions here. One is how many meals do I need to prep for? Now, I personally prep for dinner, but it doesn't mean you can't prep for lunch and dinner. It depends what your. system is, what your um, circumstances are. You might find that you have a really good system for making lunch and you don't need to prep for that. Or you might find, actually, you know what? I need to prep for all three meals. I need to have my meals ready and lined up so that I know what I'm eating. And I know some of my clients do this. Some of my clients, for example, have overnight oats or porridge. And so their breakfast is prepped for them. Others don't. They create a smoothie or their breakfast and then they eat it. So there is no right or wrong answer. It just goes back to creating what works for you. And the last question I'm going to ask here, answer here, is how many times a day should you eat to lose weight? And again, there is no right or wrong answer to this. Now, I think there's a how not to do it which is eating all the time, eating lots and lots of snacks and never giving yourself, you're never giving your body a window long enough to not eat. So I recommend that you have at least a 12 hour, if not a 14 hour window between when you finish eating at nighttime and start eating again in the morning. And a really easy way to do that is to have your dinner and go, I'm not eating after dinner. It's such an easy way. Once you just get that chip of, hey, I'm taught myself not to eat after dinner. It's so easy to do. Now, different people eat in different ways. And there is no right answer to this. If you want to eat once a day, eat once a day. I know lots of people who eat just once a day and it works for them. Now, it doesn't work for everybody. Other people start eating midday and then finish eating at seven o'clock. Other people start at seven o'clock in the morning and finish at six o'clock in the evening. So there isn't a right or wrong answer. What I would say is when you change how you eat, there is an adjustment. And so to begin with, you're going to find it difficult and it can take up to two weeks for your body to get used to that adjustment. So there is no right or wrong answer to how many times a day you should eat to lose weight. Now, I have exciting, exciting news. If you are thinking, oh my goodness, this all sounds amazing, I would love to start meal prepping, but really, to be perfectly honest, I have no idea where to start and I really want my hand to be held. The way I teach my clients to do this is we do something called a two-week reboot. So you spend two weeks creating healthy, wonderful food. And the idea behind that is to retrain your mind and your body. And I know so many people who are thinking, oh, my goodness, I'm standing here. And the idea of eating healthily just sounds so scary. I'm scared. I'm not going to be able to eat my favorite foods. And I'm scared that I'm going to be hungry the whole time. And I always say, you know what? You can do anything for two weeks. You really can. You obviously have to pick your two weeks. You don't want to, for example, be going to a wedding in the middle of your two weeks. But you can use discipline for two weeks. You can't use discipline as a long-term tool, but you can use it as a short-term tool. So you can use discipline and you can do amazingly well for two weeks. And then after that two weeks, you're in what I call weight loss phase, which is, hey, I'm losing weight, I'm eating healthily it may not be perfect. I say nothing is forbidden in moderation, but I found this system that works for me. I've got meals, I'm enjoying it. And you keep doing that until you get to your ideal body weight. Now you may ask, well, how long does um, phase two last? And that depends on an awful lot of factors. It depends on um, how much weight you have to lose, how keen you are to make changes, and What happens? So I see a lot of people do really, really well. Let me give you an example. There's one lady in my group program. She lost 25 pounds in two months and then life happened. She had problems with her partner, her marriage broke up and all kinds of things like that. And you can see that when that happens, oh my goodness, old habits start to come forwards again. And that's what happened. So she plateaued and now she's back on track and she's going to lose weight and get to her ideal weight, which I'm very excited for her. But you can see it doesn't necessarily mean, okay, I've lost weight for two months. I'm going to carry on and carry on. It depends. You need to carry on doing the same things. So in the reboot, You have all the tools. It teaches you exactly what you need to do. It goes through more what is healthy eating and helps you plan what you are going to do. And this is a process that I take my one-on-one clients through and I hold their hand. But I have put it all in a video form and it includes recipes and videos and everything that you need. Now, a note on recipes. There are two weeks of recipes there, but you probably don't want two weeks of new recipes. You want to take what you is already working for you and change it and it explains how to do that in this little course as well so dr olina's two-week reboot now normally i sell that for 299 dollars, but at the moment in july i am selling it for just 29 dollars. so i will leave a link in the show notes which is a coupon which will be valid until the end of july 29 dollars for dr olina's reboot So if you want the Mediterranean style diet handout, you can sign up for that for free. And if you want the Dr. Rina's reboot, the link is in the show notes. So does meal prep help you lose weight? Big, fat, resounding. Yes, it does. Have a fabulous week and I will see you next week. Bye-bye.